Hello everyone, my name is Wendy Myers of MyersDetox.com. Welcome to the Myers Detox podcast where we talk about everything related to heavy metal and chemical detoxification and all the things you need to do to support your body to facilitate detoxification. And today we have my friend Jody Cohen on the show and we're going to be talking about her new book, Essential Oils to Boost the Brain and the Body and Heal the Body. And we'll be focusing today on essential oils for uh, sleep, to balance your hormones, to reduce stress and stimulate the vagus nerve. To reduce stress, we'll also talk about essential oils to boost the brain as well, also essential oils to boost lymph flow and why the essential oil you choose is just as important as how you apply it. And we'll also talk about some of the research uh, behind essential oils. And Jody hosted the Parasympathetic Summit where she gave people all kinds of tips, interviewed all kinds of experts about how to reduce stress. It's really, really popular. Over 100,000 people attended this summit um, because Jody gave so much amazing information about how to reduce stress. And um, her new book is uh, fantastic, highly recommended. And we're going to talk about that, what's in it, and uh, why it's a great book for beginners as well as very experienced users of essential oils. And Jody has does really does her research. She really knows what she's talking about uh, when it comes to essential oils and how to apply them. She's got a fantastic line of essential oils called Vibrant Blue Oils. And what I love about them is that she has like the actual use uh, for it. She creates these different blends and she has one for liver, for lymph, for parasympathetic, for the gallbladder. So you can get a uh, one of her essential oils and you know exactly how to use it, exactly what it's for. It totally takes the guesswork out of essential oils and they're absolutely fantastic blends. I just absolutely love them. So if you guys want to learn more about detox and you want to get all the, the latest tips and tricks and cutting edge tips about detoxification, please go to myersdetox.com and sign up for our newsletter. When you do that, you'll get our top 10 tips to detox like a pro checklist has all my top 10 tips that the the number one things you need to be doing. If you want to detox your body effectively for metals and chemicals. And I know you guys listening are really concerned about your level of heavy metals and chemicals. And you wonder like what's inside you, where did I get this stuff? How did I pick it up? And how do I get these toxins out of my body? So I created a quiz at heavymetalsquiz.com that will give you your relative level of body burden of toxins and give you a whole free video series after you take the quiz that answers all of your frequently asked questions about how to detox. What kind of testing should you do? What kind of supplements are best for detox? How long does it take to detox? All these questions that are answered after you take the quiz at heavymetalsquiz.com. So our guest today is Dr. Jody Sternoff-Cohen. She's a best-selling author, award-winning journalist, functional practitioner, and founder of Vibrant Blue Oils, where she has combined her training in nutritional therapy and aromatherapy to create unique proprietary blends of organic and wild-crafted essential oils. And she's helped over 70,000 clients heal from brain-related challenges including anxiety, insomnia, and autoimmunity. 
Her website, vibrantblueoils.com, is visited by over 500,000 natural health seekers every year, and she's rapidly become a top resource for essential oils education on the internet today. Her first book, Healing with Essential Oils, is available on Amazon, and her new book, Essential Oils to Boost the Brain and Heal the Body, will be released on March 16th, 2021. So you can learn more about Jody and her whole suite of essential oils at vibrantblueoils.com. Jody, thank you so much for coming on the show. Oh my God, it's a pleasure to see you and look at your beautiful surroundings. Yes, thank you. Yeah, I moved to Mexico uh, about, I guess, almost five months now ago. Yeah. So uh, having, I uh, just, I love it here. I just feel very, very blessed to be here. And, um, but you, I'm so excited for you. You have a new book about essential oils coming out. And yes. I wanted to talk about that and talk about essential oils. And I absolutely love essential oils. They're such a huge part of my health routine. And I have, you know, some of your essential oils. I have your parasympathetic blend going in my my atomizer right here. I just love oh, it because... Wow. I do a lot of different things, you know, to reduce stress and essential oils is part of that. So why don't you tell us about your new book and why you wanted to create that? Yeah, I, um, you know, obviously I started my company in 2012. So I've been in the essential oil space for almost 10 years. And I realized that they, you know, people are like, oh, there's an oil for everything. And my feeling is if you broke your arm, go to the ER. I don't think oils are for really acute situations, but I think they're very helpful for a lot of underlying health conditions. And I started to notice patterns in the people that would see me, you know, and they would, they would come to me and they would think they had all these things going on. But when I'd listen to them, I'd start to realize it's usually one of five things that are out of balance. Either they're not sleeping, they're not draining the toxins that they're mobilizing. Their nervous system is kind of stuck in the stress survival state and not able to access the rest, digest, and heal parasympathetic state. They're kind of lacking the energy to heal, which goes with circulation and blood flow, or they're stuck in inflammation and their immune system is either overreacting or underreacting. And those five things lend themselves very well to essential oils. And oils can do a lot to shift people kind of back into health. And so I really wanted to share what I've been seeing in clinical practice that I can then back up with research, you know, make it less of a guessing game, like a very specific, here are the exact oils that seem to help shift this situation. And here's the exact way to apply them. Yeah. And what I love about your line of essential oils, it's a vibrant blue oils, is that you put the, the issue on the yeah. label that they're going to address. And so that's really key because when I first started on essential oils, I bought this single oil and that single oil and I bought lemon and peppermint and this and that. And, and I didn't really have a grasp on how to use them. And so what I love about yours is that, you know, you put parasympathetic, you put brain focus, you, you know, you put liver, you put gallbladder or liver gallbladder, you, you know, you've just put what they're for. So you know exactly what it is you need to target the issue that you're trying to address. Thank you. Yeah. And, you know, with, with the book, well, pretty much with the pandemic, there were certain places we couldn't ship. And so I decided to share all the recipes. So if someone has been using oils forever and they want to make it themselves, I give you kind of the how-to in the book. 
if they're more like me and they just want someone to do it for them and, you know, have it arrive ready-made and put this over your pancreas, I have that option too. So I was really trying to just meet people where they were at and kind of match their comfort zone. Okay, fantastic. And so let's talk about some essential oils for the brain and focus. So everyone is really concerned about their brain and protecting their brain for a good reason. You know, there's very yeah. high dementia rates. You know, the odds are that, you know, there's going to have, and people, a lot of people have brain fog. It's a number one complaint that a lot of people have. What oils are best suited to support the brain? Yeah. Well, as you talk about so much of what's going on is toxins, you know, toxins that then trigger inflammation, turn on the immune system, and then result in symptoms like brain fog. And so with the brain, what the, the main way the brain cleans house is at night when you're sleeping, when you're awake during the day, you need your brain to focus and pay attention. So it can't really kind of turn off and get a cleaning. So what happens is at night, you, when you're sleeping, your brain literally shrinks by like 60%. And it's a little bit like a car wash. It's your glial cells, brain cells combined with your lymphatic system. It's called the glymphatic system. It literally washes through and removes all the metabolic waste, any toxins like metals that are in the brain. And so it, it's key to sleep and I have some oils for that. But then the second thing is you need to make sure that once the toxins are mobilized, that they actually leave the brain. And the exit route is your neck channel. And that is a huge bottleneck for congestion. There's a lot going on. You have your structure, your muscles, your nerves, your lymph, your capillaries, you know, and it's a little bit like if you're in the middle seat of the airplane between two linebackers, you know, when you're congested, that impedes your movement. Your arms aren't going on the armrest. You're not stretching out. You know, your toxins aren't draining. And so interesting, our mutual friend, Christine Schaffner, who deals with a lot of chronically ill patients, was noticing a trend that almost 95% of her patients who had some kind of chronic illness had some neck congestion. Either um, Usually what was happening is the lymph was congested. And so toxins were sitting too long. They were getting uptaken into the vagus nerve, which we'll talk about, and then causing vagus nerve problems and signaling problems because that's what signals between the brain and the body and the body and the brain. And so she started playing with essential oil remedies and they actually took photos. She worked with uh, the researcher, Dr. Marco Ruggiero, and they were taking sonogram photos of the neck and kind of seeing how the lymph was congested, which congested the vagus nerve. And then they started topically applying essential oils and watched how the congestion declined, the vagus nerve was able to function, and the patients returned to health. So what's interesting about oils is that they can actually access those hard to reach places. You know, when you ingest a remedy, it has to be digested through the stomach and then go through the liver before it gets into the bloodstream. Anything you inhale gets directly into your system. The skin in inside the nasal is actually under the tongue and on the cheek is thinner. So it gets into the bloodstream faster. Things that you put on your body get into your bloodstream within 20 minutes, different Oils have kind of different um, thickness. And so some get in faster than others. Like my parasympathetic blend is clove. Clove gets into the system in like 20 minutes. But when you combine it with lime that has much smaller molecules, it gets in really quickly. If you add in kind of a lightweight carrier oil, like fractionated coconut oil, it's almost like an acupuncture needle. Mm -hmm. So you can use it to stimulate a reflex point and then it 
kind of balances the system immediately. Yeah, fantastic. And so which ones are good, uh, you know, like you said, applying to the neck reduces that inflammation, helps the drainage, the, that, yeah. glymph- that lymphatic drainage. Which oils are good to facilitate that? Yeah, and I, I give the whole recipe, but frankincense is a good one. Um, mint, like spearmint, is a good one. What's interesting is that when you combine oils, you know, it's kind of like your, your friends that have kids and the kids are such a combination of the parents, it takes on the different qualities. So for example, lymph flows in downward, it's a one-way street. And so when you layer in oils like vetiver that are kind of grounding oils and deep in the root, they kind of help with that directionality and movement. It really helps, you know, what you're really trying to do is shepherd the toxins out of your body, right? Your, all of your products are amazing for mobilizing them. And then it's like, let's get them to actually leave the body. It's like trying to get your kids out the door, right? <laughs> you know, we're not stopping. We're not getting a snack. We don't need to go to the bathroom. We're getting in the car, you know? <laughs> and, so, and so you just hosted the Parasympathetic Summit, which yes. I thought was brilliant uh, when I, I first heard about that. So I thought, thought everyone is so stressed and people need simple ways to be able to reduce stress very, very quickly. People don't have a lot of time, and especially last year, we're just a total, you know, cluster F. <laughs> it's just a nightmare. Uh, and so let's talk, let's talk about some essential oils that are great for calming the nervous system, reducing anxiety, maybe helping stimulate the vagus nerve, which is part of your parasympathetic nervous system. Yeah, exactly. And most people don't realize that your autonomic nervous system is the operating system for your body. It controls all of your automatic functions, your breathing, your heart rate, your digestion, your detoxification, your immune system, your ability to anti-inflame. And it's designed to keep you alive. So it has different speeds. You know, if you think you're going to die, it switches into the sympathetic speed where, you know, resources are allocated towards survival. So blood flow is routed away from digestion and detoxification to your arms and your legs. And when you're safe again, uh, resources are allocated back towards kind of repair, resting, restoring. And what most people don't realize is anticipatory stress, you know, fear about your relationship, your finances, your health, your family, the world, whatever it is, can keep you stuck in that sympathetic overdrive. And one of the things when I, when I was kind of new to health, you know, I'm a pretty high stress person and people would say like, oh, you just need to stress less. And I would look at my life, you know, I had kids, I had a full-time job, I had commitments, I had family responsibilities. I'm like, what am I going to get rid of? Like, I, I can't. And this interesting reality that you can't change your external environment. You can't change what's happening on the news, but you can change your internal reaction. You know, most of us have had a situation where we're driving in traffic and someone cuts us off and doesn't bother us, whatever. You know, maybe they're in a hurry, who cares? And then the next day, the same exact situation. And when we get cut off, four-letter words might be flying out of our mouth. The only difference, the only variable in that situation is you and your resilience. And when you're kind of in that parasympathetic, I feel safe, I'm okay, it doesn't really matter what's happening around me, place, basically you turn on health and you just navigate better. You're, you're less reactive, you're not you know, feeling anxious as much. And the toggle, the on-off switch between 
stressed out, sympathetic, and calm parasympathetic is your vagus nerve. It's the longest nerve in the body that most people have never heard of. Cranial nerve number 10, quick anatomy lesson, connects the brain to the body, body to the brain, starts at the brainstem, splits, winds around both sides, and is most accessible behind the earlobe, you know, on the mastoid bone. And so it, it kind of, it is the connection between the highway, for lack of a better word, the brain and the body. So it winds through the um, throat, the larynx, the heart, the lungs, all of the organs of digestion. And anywhere that it kind of innervates, touches, if you stimulate it, it shifts you into parasympathetic. So this is what deep breathing does. This is why in the yoga class, you feel so much better in Shavasana than you do at the beginning of the class. Through kind of the movements and the breathing, you've activated your parasympathetic nervous system. And um, what I, right around 2012, when I started my company, there was a researcher named Kevin Tracy who started playing with electrical implants, pacemaker-like devices that he was inserting right behind the earlobe. And the FDA actually approved this technique for depression, migraines, epilepsy, but it was a big light bulb moment for me because I kept thinking, oh, the parasympathetic, it's the calming nervous system. Let's use calming oils like lavender, chamomile, and it wasn't working. And then when I saw, oh, he's stimulating it, I'm like, wait a minute, it's a stimulatory oil. You can use stimulatory oils like clove and lime tested the best. And basically, you know, you don't need two surgeries like the actual implant and the battery down below. You can just literally flip an essential oil bottle, put a dab here, stimulate your vagus nerve, activate your parasympathetic nervous system. You know, it could be election eve and everything feels crazy and you're calm. I love it. I love it. That's just so simple, so simple, so accessible to people. Because, I mean, right now, I mean, I, I don't know about you guys, but I actually spent, I just did a whole course on the 14-day, you know, emotional reset and, and, you know, weight loss course on how to reduce stress. Everyone is so stressed right now. You have to throw everything at it. Like I'm throwing everything at stress that I can to kind of reduce, you know, reset your stress point, essentially. And essential oils are such a great way to do that. And I recommend you guys go go on Jody's website, Vibrant Blue Oils, and check out the Parasympathetic Summit. It'll give you tons of tips. So let's talk about detox and essential oils. So how do essential oils, how can they help enhance detox and lymph drainage? People love talking about lymph. You know, they're curious about that, how to get lymph flowing to escort the toxins out of your body. How do you do that with essential oils? Yeah. And you're, you're the best at this. You have so many great products, you know, and as I'm sure your listeners already know, toxins flow from the cell. You have to kind of be in that parasympathetic state for the cells to release the toxins, then they go to the lymph, the blood, the liver, the gallbladder, the gut, and ideally the toilet. And it's a hydraulic system. So if anything is congested down below, like if there's liver congestion, it can back up into the blood and then it doesn't want to stay in the blood. So it either gets pushed out through the kidneys, which means you might have low back pain or frequent urination or the skin, and you're going to have some kind of eruptions. The cool thing about you know plants, Plants and humans, biofamiliar, we support each other. Most people know that when you want to do detox, you kind of switch to a plant-based diet because that really helps energize the liver, support the gallbladder. Everything starts to flow better. 
oils are the highly concentrated essence of plants. So you can use them, you know, both with lymph flow, you know, the more you do, the better. Like if you combine them with castor oil as a carrier oil, castor oil is kind of sticky and it can stain. It's not the ideal carrier oil, but it's great for lymph movement because it kind of anti-inflames. Basically what you're doing is you're kind of opening up the space and encouraging the directionality. So think, you know, if you're driving on a highway, theoretically there are four lanes, three are closed for construction. You're not going to move very fast. You know, you're like inching through that one lane. And the minute you pass the construction and all four lanes open up again, you can go a lot faster. So basically what you're doing is you're helping to expand the vasculature so that things flow. And then you're also literally using plants that kind of are shepherding in a directionality. So oils that are great for lymph, mints are good. Spearmint seems to be better than peppermint. Vetiver is good. I give kind of tons of options. You can plug and play, mix and match. I can give you, you know, I give the exact recipe for the lymph blend. But the main points of congestion that people don't realize, the liver and the gallbladder, which I know you talk about a lot, you know, they do so many things and they get so overworked and they're really working hardest at night usually around 3 a.m. So it's great if before bed you can apply some castor oil, you know, oils for the liver like white grapefruit, hilichrysum. There are a bunch that you can apply so that things, you know, move and don't get stuck. And then the gallbladder is kind of the most underrated, under-talked about organ ever. And it does so many important things. You know, the liver makes the bile the gallbladder concentrate and stores the bile. And then in response to fat in the digestive process, it releases bile, but it also carries these toxins out of the body in the bile. So most of us who have, you know, stress, either we're eating too high fat, too low fat, too many environmental toxins, the gallbladder can get kind of more like molasses than water. And so it doesn't flow as well. So there's a lot of research around black cumin oil and actually Roman chamomile that can kind of help just, you know, move the flow of the bile with it, the toxins, all of the bad things leave the body, you know, and of course, a motility, you know, making sure that you're having regular bowel movements, that is a parasympathetic event. So the more you can activate the parasympathetic state, the more, you know, the moving walkway that is your digestive system keeps moving. Fantastic. Fantastic. I have some Roman chamomile. So I think I'm going to apply that to my liver tonight. And I love that, again, that you have a lymph blend essential oil in your vibrant blue oils line. You have a liver blend. I mean, you, you have a, a, a lot of different blends that, that if you're wanting to focus on detox, it's very easy. You just get the ones that are, are for detoxification. You have a detox kit also just makes it so easy. And I try to explain one of the things I was noticing, because I used to work with kids, the more I could kind of explain what it was doing and the benefit, the, the more compliance went up, the more they were like, oh, I'm a baseball player and this will help me run faster and I want to run faster. Okay, I'll do it. You know, so I really do try to kind of give a lot of the, the background information so people understand, oh, this is exactly what I'm doing. Yeah. And I, I love it. You're also very research-based, like everything you're saying, you're, you exhaustively research all of this and, and all of the benefits and, and it's just, it's fantastic. And so let's talk about essential oils and weight loss. I know a lot of people out there are struggling with weight loss and I've talked a lot about this, you know, how 
hormones and stress, lack of sleep, all are going to just destroy your ability to lose weight. So you have to kind of, you know, address these other things. It's not about calories and exercise as much as many people think. So let's talk about that weight loss and how essential oils can facilitate that. Well, I I completely agree with you. I think weight loss has more to do with detoxification and blood sugar balance than anything else. And oils are great for that. I mean, just, you know, a simple tip. There's a lot of research that um, smell correlates with kind of your, your hunger and your satiety levels. So just smelling peppermint or cinnamon before a meal can kind of help make you less hungry. It's like drinking a glass of water, right? If you drink water and you smell peppermint, you're probably in good shape. But you also want to really balance kind of the organs of um, blood sugar balance. So that is your adrenals, your pancreas, your liver. The more you can get those, everything working properly, you know, so that you're not as hungry. And sleep is a huge one. Sleep, I actually have an entire section on because that's kind of the biggest culprit, you know, if you're not sleeping, what happens? You, you need energy to function. So you grab your coffee, you grab, you know, carbohydrates or breads or things that kind of make easy, low hanging fruit sugar. And that's just how you function. So do you want me to dive more into blood sugar or sleep? How about we do blood sugar and sleep? (laughs) Okay, cool. So sleep is interesting because I, I started to notice like everyone kind of thinks, oh, lavender for sleep. It can be relaxing, but it's not a one size fits all. If you are going to use lavender for sleep, I found it most effective if you mix it in an Epsom salt bath. So two cups of Epsom salt, one cup of baking soda, three drops of lavender, use your bathtub as the mixing bowl, mix the oil into the salts before you add the water so it doesn't float on top. And then what's interesting is the combination of the heat, you know, your skin is your biggest organ, kind of opens the the veins and and the pores. And then also the Epsom salt is magnesium. It carries kind of the lavender into your body. So it's more of a full body relaxation. That's what I do. I do about, you know, two or three Epsom salt baths a week with lavender oil. And I just love it. I love it too. And I love it for my kids too. I find it If I ever, you know how you can kind of tell before you get a cold, like you get that tickle in your throat. If I do an Epsom salt bath, when I feel that coming on, I never get sick. Yeah. And and Epsom salts are great. They've got magnesium, sulfur, they're they're just fantastic. And, and, you know, you can even check with like an aura ring or testing heart rate variability, any kind of modality that uses that. Most people are able to lower their HRV, get deeper sleep. You know, if you're monitoring your sleep on an aura ring and it's, you know, it's the Epsom salts and the, the lavender essential oil to definitely, I would increase my deep sleep by 30 minutes. I mean, yeah. huge. I mean, it's a huge, huge difference in your day. Yeah. And you know, one of the things that I, that I really am excited to share with more people, kind of how you apply essential oils is almost more important than what you apply, you know, like applying oils through a bath, especially for sleep, that's so much more effective than anything else you can do with lavender. You can put it all over your head. You can put it on the bottom of your feet, on your wrists. It will not be as effective for sleep as putting it in an Epsom salt bath. Fantastic. And so any tips on essential oils for blood sugar control? 
Cinnamon and peppermint are really good. But one thing I've noticed is that your, your pancreas, so there are a couple of areas in your brain that, you know, send hunger signals. So the first part is the vagus nerve. So anything you can do to kind of activate the parasympathetic state, if you think about it, if you think you're in danger, you need energy to fuel your survival, right? And what is kind of the lowest hanging fruit of energy? Cookies, sugar, candy bars. It metabolizes really quickly. Like I started to notice when I used to have to visit people in the hospital, I, I don't really like sugar that much. I would never crave sugar more. I would have to stop and get a candy bar because it was so stressful for me. I just needed kind of the low hanging fruit to fuel it. The more you can kind of control your nervous system and your stress level, parasympathetic state that helps the hypothalamus is uh kind of the ceo of the endocrine system and that's also what's gauging your hunger signals you know all of your hunger hormones are sending messages to your hypothalamus it then responds and either says you're hungry you're full eat more eat less you know any of us who feel overwhelmed like we we just almost have to take a break from the news because there's too much coming at us can kind of have compassion for this poor hypothalamus. It's measuring information all the time. And it sometimes just gets a little, you know, out of, out of whack, a little out of balance. And so you can put oils kind of right here, right on the forehead to just help reboot the hypothalamus and return it to balance. So that's a great thing. You know, if you're going to manage hunger signals from the top, that's a great way to go. And the oils in the hypothalamus blend are mandarin, frankincense, bay rum, pine, and patchouli. A delicious blend. <laughs> it's, it's really interesting because sometimes people are, they're switched. Like what should help them hurts them. What should hurt them? They're just, it's almost like they're so dysregulated. They don't know if day is night or night is day. And that's kind of the reset button, you know, like your phone glitches, you reset it, turn it off. It seems to work better. I find that when nothing else works, I start with the hypothalamus and we just do a reboot with oils. Oh, I love that. I love the thought of that. And, and so why don't you tell us uh, some surprising findings that even say an experienced essential oil user would discover in your book and your book's called the essential oils to boost the brain and heal the body. So tell us, you know, what people you can expect in your book. Yeah, it's a lot of kind of, it, it's a combination of here's what's working in clinical practice and why, and here's the research to back it up. And then very easy, accessible tips. You know, like we talked about applying cloven line behind the earlobe on the mastoid bone for the reflex point for the vagus nerve. One of my other favorite tips, I, <laughs> I could be a poster child for anxiety. In fact, I used to have panic attacks in supermarket lines. I would have to leave the supermarket. And so our colleague Titus Chu taught me this great hack. There's a whole branch of chiropractic called functional neurology, where they're looking at the different hemispheres of the brain and how to return them to balance. And oil is a great tool for that. So he taught me that when I'm in that panic attack mode, that is my right forehead, my right frontal lobe that's overactive. And so the way to balance that is to stimulate the left frontal lobe by smelling something through the left nostril. So literally use your right thumb to plug your right nostril, smell anything you have in the house. If you don't have oils, peel a tangerine because the oils live in the peel of citrus fruits. Smell for three to seven breaths, 
that then stimulates the left frontal lobe, balances the two brain hemispheres, and the anxiety attack goes away immediately. And it's additive and cumulative. I've started to notice, you know, it's a little bit like if you're training for the marathon, the first time you run 10 miles, it feels hard. By the time you're running 18 miles, 10 miles is nothing. The more you do this, the less likely you are to have panic attacks. You just start to get calmer and calmer over time. Really interesting and so simple. A a simple, simple hack to take care of something that's very debilitating for for so many people. And I think a lot of people, including myself last year, definitely had uh, a huge level of stress, uh, definitely bordering on uh, anxiety and, and I use essential oils uh, to, to help me, you know, through that period. So tell us where people can learn more about your work and, and where we can get your oils. Because I know you have a huge collection of essential oils for every type uh, of issue someone may have. Yeah. If, if they're interested in learning more, we actually have a free gift. They can go to boostthebrainbook.com slash gift and get 25 strategies to activate the vagus nerve many of them free and completely easy. And here's the good news. You don't need all 25, just pick one, just pick your favorite. And then they can find the book is essential oils to boost the brain and heal the body. It's everywhere books are sold. And my company is vibrantblueoils.com. And if anything sparked questions, if you email us at info at Vibrant Blue Oils, we try to get back to you in 24 hours. Can you show us the book? You have it right behind yeah. you. Can we, can we yeah. see the cover of that? I know. It's a pretty book cover. Love oh my it. goodness. Well, you know, it's, it's challenging. Like how do you say kind of nature, brain, and magic in a, a graphic? Yeah. <laughs> so that, that was my challenge. It was actually my daughter that came up with the idea. Because, you know, in Seattle, we get so many beautiful wildflowers. She'd be like, it'd be cool if you could do it like as a wildflower that looks like a brain. And I was like, oh, that's a great idea. Yeah. So everyone, your book comes out March 16th. uh, March 16th. Yeah, 2021. So everyone go down and grab that on March 16th on Amazon. And I highly, highly recommend it. It's a fantastic read. I got a pre-copy of that and checked it out. I'm always very impressed by the the amount of research that you do and the depth and breadth of it. I learned a lot from your book. So I highly recommend it if you're a beginner or even someone that's experienced in essential oils. Thank you. Well, everyone, thanks so much for tuning in to the Myers Detox podcast. My name is Wendy Myers, and every week we explore all different types of topics to help, you know, reduce stress and detox the body. You have to be relaxed to detox. The number one thing that people miss, uh, you have to be in a reduced uh, stress state, that parasympathetic state, or it's just not going to happen for you very effectively, or you may be very uncomfortable while you're detoxing. So, so key essential oils are a part of my stress toolkit. So I advise you, I highly recommend learning more about essential oils and uh, Jody Cohn's absolute expert. Uh, So everyone, thanks for tuning in. um, And I will talk to you guys next week. The Myers Detox Podcast is created and hosted by Wendy Myers. This podcast is for information purposes only. Statements and views expressed on this podcast are not medical advice. 
This podcast, including Wendy Myers and the producers, disclaim responsibility for any possible adverse effects from the use of information contained herein. Opinions of guests are their own, and this podcast does not endorse or accept responsibility for statements made by guests. This podcast does not make any representations or warranties about guest qualifications or credibility. Individuals on this podcast may have direct or indirect financial interest in products or services referred to herein. If you think you have a medical problem, consult a licensed physician.